Bruce Plunkett in for Mike Smith. Before the break, we were talking with Kim Bullen of the Vancouver Sun about a case that uh, shines a spotlight on loyalty, lifestyle, and ultimately, because it's before the courts, two charges of first-degree murder. Yeah, it's the gang lifestyle. It's playing out in BC in many different ways. But is it any different now than it was perhaps 15 years ago? Someone that may have an answer to that or explain the new face of gangs, Doug Spencer, retired from the Vancouver Police Department, but uh, known more recently with Odd Squad Productions. Doug, thanks so much uh, for joining us. And I know a lot of your outreach in recent years has been shining a spotlight of a different sort on gangs and how it's not all it's cracked up to be. What do you make of uh, this case? Yeah, it, you know, the the gangsters of previous years, um, there was somewhat a honor among thieves and stuff, but it, it's just so treacherous now. These guys overnight will shoot uh, guys in their own gang. They don't care. If it get, moves them up a step on the ladder, they'll take them out. It's just like... It's the most unsafe it's ever been for any kid in a gang, for sure. And yet, Doug, we still see people entering the gang lifestyle. What's the attraction? Is it because it's uh, easy money or uh, uh, getting, uh, you know, the dates you want? What's going on here? What do you have to fight when you talk with people that are vulnerable to this lifestyle? Yeah, you, you kind of, we do talks to school kids from ages grade five and up, actually. And you, you just got to let them know that it's not what it's made out to be in movies and videos and stuff. All the social media, they glorify it. it it's the exact polar opposite of glorious. But the, the kids that are getting involved are kind of empty vessel kids, they call them, right? They, they have nothing positive going on in their life. They have no support. They have no status among their peers in school and stuff. So hence they end up dropping out and selling dope and doing the gangster life. You, you just got to make them realize that, you know, a life of substance and uh, helping people and being productive it, and, and again, being safe, where you don't have to worry about who's behind you, right? Well, some time ago, I had a uh, interview with someone that was also familiar with gangs. And one of the troubling things that came in to the conversation was gangs here in BC may be a lot different than, say, what we're used to hearing in the States. Um the people that enter the gang life are not necessarily from marginalized backgrounds. Uh, they are quite often in the States. Um, and uh, there's something else at play. But nailing down what's at play must be difficult because you're not necessarily talking to people who have had a tough upbringing, are you? No, for sure. You know, a lot of the gangs in the U.S., they come from impoverished uh, ghetto-type areas, right? Uh, the kids up here... Uh, quite a few of them come from well-off families and stuff. And, uh, you know, there's a lack of involvement in their kid's life from the parents. The parents are worried so much about getting that extra car and the, the nicest house. And, you know, they're, they're working hard, but you got to work just as hard or harder on your children. Like, 
if your kid's coming home at four in the morning every day with a pocket full of money, you better start asking questions. If he's driving a brand new Escalade or Camaro or whatever, and he's not working, ask questions. There's something going on and you're oblivious to it. And, you know, the next thing you know, you're going to wake up at your kid's funeral. So, you know, that kind of stuff is more happening up here. It's certainly uh, quite a bit different than the U.S., the accused in this case that's in B.C. Supreme Court is a rapper. Um, and in the rap music, that uh, his own music, the lyrics, he talks about uh, the gang lifestyle and about uh, getting revenge. And it's glamorizing this. Um, I mean, I hate to be that old guy taking a look at rap music, but does it play a factor into this? Oh, most certainly these kids, there's a lot of, they've made, uh, I found a bunch of rap videos on the, uh, on YouTube, they posted stuff and I, I've actually used that with expert evidence in court against them because it shows they're part of the gang, right? So, you know, that's how uh, naive they are to know that that can be used against them. So, and as well, when you're doing that type of stuff, you're showing your enemy who you are. Some of them don't even know their rivals, but you've now just given them a picture to go out and look for, right? So, yeah, for sure, the the rapper thing, they have totally glorified that lifestyle. And what's ridiculous is the guys that are the, the rappers in the States, they've done it to get out of the ghetto. Right. They've got done it to free themselves from that life. Yeah. But, so it's almost you know, a now, now, misinterpretation. Now it. It's taking yeah. a different message, twisting it around and uh, taking it to a new extreme, at least here. Yeah, they, they make it uh, pleasant to listen to. You know, I, I'd listen. My kids, there's certainly an age difference there. And we're driving around in the car and I listen to some of the rap music. Some of it's positive, but the percentage of it. It's negative. They they treat they call women hoes and they they treat people disrespectfully and they talk about shooting people and stuff. I tell my kids turn that off. I don't want to hear it. 